So today we're going to look at foot pain and how it impacts your life, how you can create foot pain and how you can hopefully start to think about resolving your foot pain. Is foot pain something that you've come across a lot in your life or is it something that's quite new to you? Whatever it is, the patterns in your body, whether it be habits in terms of how you eat or how you move or jobs that you do which involve repetitive movements, whatever it is, this podcast is going to begin to give you some insight into foot pain, into your feet and what you can do about it. And if you then want more information more in-depth kind of ways of helping you resolve your foot pain then you're going to be able to get in touch and be given ways to improve either the way you walk the way you move or your nutrition so your feet have 26 bones in them and over a hundred muscles, joints and ligaments. So there definitely is a lot that can go wrong. And obviously, if you've got that many joints in your feet and that many muscles, then the foot is actually designed to do a lot of different movements. And what I find in my experience of working with people is that a lot of the movement in the foot has got stuck. And the result of this is that different pain conditions can occur. So firstly, your foot could have got stuck because you've had an accident and an injury. So whether you sprained your ankle or cut your foot or even, hurt a toe, whatever it is, you will then change the way you move. And this will be because you're in pain. So your pain is giving your body, excuse me, your pain is giving your body messages that the foot needs to move differently to take the pressure off the part of the foot that is damaged. So what then happens is that the foot, different different parts of the foot then take on a lot more pressure and a lot more weight and you begin to get an imbalance. And as the injury, the original injury heals and potentially that area of the foot has more capacity to take more weight again, it's almost like the brain memory of sending weight into that part of your foot, especially if it's the front of the foot around the big toe and the first metatarsal, if it's around that area, then it's very easy for the foot not to use that area and for your body to continue to put the weight going down the heel or going down the outside of the foot. Whatever's going on, it then creates an imbalance in the rest of your body. So if you've got 
weight changing on one foot where you're trying to just put less weight in one area, then more than likely you're putting extra weight also on the other foot. That's just one possible possibility. So that's if you've had an injury to your foot. Another thing that can often happen is it's the way you walk, believe it or not. So the way you walk, every single footstep you take puts an imprint into your feet. And the way you walk can be affected by many different factors. It can be affected by the shoes that you're wearing. It can be affected by pain you've got in another part of your body. So, for example, if you've got back pain, um, hip pain, then you could well be changing the way you're sinking your weight down through your feet just to try and take some pressure off where where that pain is. So that's one um, way that it can really affect your feet and potentially create pain. Another way um, walking can impact the feet is if your feet are actually turned out too much, um, you may, every time that you walk, your foot may be hitting the ground in a place where it's not actually designed to take the impact of the force of the weight of all your body hitting the ground. So there's an area of the, the heel, which I, I teach about on my courses, where ideally you strike the ground with every footstep you take, but more than often, if someone turns up with foot pain, it becomes very clear that their strike, where their foot impacts the ground, each footstep is not necessarily in optimum alignment. So this can also create a, a, a real pain condition in the feet, but also if the foot strikes the ground um, incorrectly, it can also cause pain further up the body, which is very interesting. So another way that foot pain can be created is something as simple as changing the type of shoes you're wearing. So I've had it that people have come into my clinic and we've managed to work out that their foot pain actually changed um, or it began when they got a new pair of shoes. Now, it could be that it's because it's a pair of boots that kind of stops the ankle moving so much, or it could be a pair of shoes that affects the arch or it flattens the foot, or it could be a pair of shoes which almost pushes an arch into the foot. Whatever it is, or it could also be something that impacts the toes, but it's very um, possible that foot pain can be created simply by buying a new pair of shoes and then changing the alignment of all of those bones. Remember, we've got 26 bones and over 100 muscles, joints and ligaments. So it's very possible that that alignment can get changed and um, um, yeah, that creates that creates foot pain. So foot pain is a really interesting um, thing because also very often when people have foot pain, it's not actually being caused in in the feet necessarily. It's not because of an injury or shoes. It can be because of muscles further up the legs. So, for example, in your calf muscles. 
if they become very, very tight, then it's absolutely possible that the tightness of the muscle restricts the elasticity of the muscle fibers. And then the end of the muscle, which attaches around the joints in the foot, just doesn't have the length. So then what's happening is you're kind of pulling the attachments of your muscles is pulling because the muscles are shorter further up the leg. Yeah, because it, I'm sure you, 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 most people have had tight calf muscles in their life, but when they tighten, they actually put a lot more pressure on the Achilles heel and on all of the little muscles and attachments that come down either through the bottom of the foot or through the top of the foot. So this also creates a lot of um, discomfort in the foot because there's simply not room and flexibility for the mobility because of what's coming or, or, or not giving um, way and not elastic enough further up through, through, the, through the leg. So that is very often a cause. So if someone comes to me and I'm working on them very often, I'm working way away from the point of pain in the foot. I'm actually working far more on the lower leg and sometimes on the upper leg as well. So all of those are reasons why you might get foot pain. But the question is, what do you do? Um, once you've got it. So there are many, um, many ways of treating foot pain. And over the years, I've been on foot pain forums. One of the reasons for this uh, last year was I broke my foot. So when I broke my foot, I broke the fifth metatarsal. Okay, so the metatarsal is the bone, the long bone on the outside of your foot in the midfoot. So it's not the toe, but it's the bone just in front of the toe. You've got three bones in your toe and then you have a very, very long bone. And the fifth metatarsal is the bone on the outside of the foot with the little toe. So when this bone broke, as a practitioner, I knew that this, if I didn't treat it correctly, could be a real problem for me. So what I did, I took painkillers for the first few days, but then as soon as I could do without the painkillers, I did without them because the, the messages of the pain, the positive messages of the pain in the foot were telling me exactly how much weight I could or could not put onto my foot. So then as, as it started to heal, I kept it in a boot. I had it in a boot for six weeks. I think um, some of the medical views were that you could start to take it out of the boot after three weeks. But what I knew as a practitioner was that because we have so many bones in our feet, the alignment, the correct alignment of the foot was absolutely essential to correct healing of all the muscles and um, ligaments and tendons. And if I put weight on too quickly into the foot, then it naturally, the brain, without you even thinking about it, will do whatever it can to keep weight off that area. 
So I protected that area for as long as I could, up to six weeks, so that the area did not go out of alignment. Yeah, so that all the bones and joints and ligaments and muscles and everything could, could heal in their own way, in the perfect way that our body knows how to heal. But what I did do was I kept moving the rest of my body. I kept doing um, movements that I, I teach in my Get Into Your Body course, where it, which would keep reminding the alignment of the rest of my body to do everything it could to stay fairly balanced. And it was really interesting because by the end of the six weeks, as I started to um, walk more on the foot, I was very concerned. I was concerned I might create something like plantar fasciitis because the muscles in um, the lower leg of, of the foot that I'd broken, they couldn't work well when I wasn't walking on it. They would stay very, very um, static and, and not kind of stretch and release because I, I wasn't um, flexing and extending my foot at all. I wasn't rotating my foot at all I was just keeping the foot absolutely still so I was concerned that the muscles in my calf would have shortened a lot and then not had the um, elasticity to move but one of the things I did do when I had a broken foot was I kept swimming so I would get myself to the swimming pool I would have my crutches and I would get myself into the pool and I would keep myself swimming and so I could flex and extend those muscles without weight bearing on them so it wasn't affecting the alignment because I wasn't actually putting any physical weight into the foot I was simply allowing it to move as as I swam in the pool now fortunately before then I'd been swimming 40 40 um, lengths a day for quite a while so I was quite fit and could do that easily and funnily enough the reason I broke my foot was because I was leaving the gym where the swimming pool is and my foot just went off the side of a pavement I mean it was such a ridiculous way to break my foot it's quite extraordinary you know that such a silly silly little movement can can have that effect and incidentally one interesting thing was that when I broke my foot it didn't occur to me I'd broken my foot I was with my daughter and it you know I was I, I'd fallen and, and I said to her I don't think I can get up and so she had to help me up and she helped me get to the car. Unfortunately, I was driving an automatic car and it was my left foot. So I didn't need to use it. And I was saying to my daughter, I'm, I'm just as well. It's my left foot and I don't need it for driving. And I was sure as soon as we got home that um, it, it would be fine. But again, I was like, actually, I don't think I can put weight on it yet. And it's very interesting how when we've got an injury, our brain is already kind of, we're not necessarily aware of what we've done. But obviously, the body is already designed to go, this is really serious pain. Yeah, this is like trauma pain. Yeah, so the positive messages of the pain were just do not even think about putting that foot on the floor. So we got in. And a few hours later, when I 
realized I couldn't even get upstairs and the only bathroom we have is upstairs and my bedroom was upstairs it was starting to sink in that I I had a problem anyway look, cut a long story short I got to A&E and lo and behold it was a broken foot but it was a really interesting journey for me with the foot because I'm really passionate about foot pain um my teacher Gary Ward uh, he wrote a book called What the Foot? And it's all about the fact that the foot, if the alignment of your feet goes wrong, yeah, then the alignment of your whole body can go wrong. It will, it, it will be shifted. And if you think about it, your foot is the only part of your body that connects with the ground. Every step you take, no other part of your body connects with the ground now if we went back through evolution obviously we were going around on our hands and our feet but nowadays in the last few thousands million years um, we've got a situation where it we are totally reliant on our feet for our connection with the ground and the important parts of our feet to connect with the ground are the first metatarsal, which is the tip of the long bone right in front of the big toe. So where you've got the long bone of the mid top, the midfoot, it's the tip, the, the kind of joint where it meets with the big toe. So that point of the foot needs to touch the ground. And then the same point on the fifth metatarsal, the one which I broke um, just before the little toe, the joint there, that tip needs to touch the ground and the middle of the heel. And when I trained with Gary Ward, he would just drum into us how important that tripod of the foot is, because if you look at those three points, they make up a triangle. And so I was very fortunate because when I broke my foot, I knew all about the biomechanics of my foot and I knew how important it was going to be to remind all the different parts of the tripod to feel safe, to connect with the ground. I knew the movements that I needed to do with my leg. I knew the different planes of movement because your foot is actually designed to move um, up and down, uh, round and round. It's, it's meant to rotate, go backwards and forwards and a little bit side to side, which we call inversion and eversion. So all of those movements of the foot after I'd broken my foot, I was very, very aware I needed to get those movements back into my feet as soon as possible. And I also needed to check in with my other foot, my right foot, to make sure that was nice and balanced because it had probably been doing a lot more work for it than it needed to be doing while I was on crutches. So I was able to do all of that. And one of my biggest fears was getting a pathology called plantar fasciitis. So if you've had plantar fasciitis or you know anyone who's had plantar fasciitis, you will know that it's not a nice pathology to have, pathology being a, a pain condition. So plantar fasciitis is basically when 
this, the fascia, the connective tissue on the base of your foot becomes very inflamed and raw. But it could also be muscles, you know, a similar thing to plantar fasciitis would be where the attachment of muscles around the joints um, also become very, very inflamed around the heel and under the foot. And I have to say that in, in my experience, a lot of people are told they've got plantar fasciitis where it could actually be a slightly different pathology. But the point being plantar fasciitis is a really, really horrible and painful. And whereas if you hurt your shoulder um, or, or your neck, you don't have to put all your weight on that part of your body with your feet, you're reliant on putting weight onto a painful area. Interestingly enough, plantar fasciitis is also called policeman's foot. And I imagine that's because policemen used to walk around all the time and they probably, their, their feet hurt and, and could become inflamed. And this was a particular pathology that would become um, very common in, in that kind of person because their job is to walk around and stand around on their feet. So... If you have a pathology like that, which I was trying to avoid like the plague, <laughs> because it's not a nice, it's just not a nice thing to get. And once you've got it, it can take time to get rid of, then you're going to need treatment. And it's going to be something where you're going to be quite lucky to resolve it on your own. So when I first trained, I learned that plantar fasciitis was something that if you go through the usual, usual medical, um, me medical avenues, the prognosis is maybe nine to 18 months to make it better. Whereas my experience with plantar fasciitis when clients have come to me is we've pretty much begun to knock it on the head after six weeks. So why is that? Why is it easier for someone like myself with my skills of clinical massage, gait analysis, um, realigning the gait and biomechanics? Why is, why is that easier to bring the healing time down? Well, I, you can't guarantee with anyone. You never actually know with any client presenting any pain condition how long something is going to heal. So I'm going here on my experience of it, but it doesn't mean it's the same for everybody. Well, basically, if you look at the foot, not just as the foot, but that the foot is connected to the rest of the body, my way of working is I look at what the rest of the body is doing that's created that problem in the foot, rather than just looking at the foot and working around the area of pain and trying to make it better. As if the area of pain has created its own pain. I, I hope that makes sense. So as a clinical massage therapist, we talk about trigger points and trigger points are um, irritable points of pain where muscle fibers have kind of got very knotted and very agitated and um, kind of won't release. And as I said earlier, 
if you if someone gets trigger points in their calf muscles, then it restricts the movement in the muscle and it creates more pain where the muscle attaches, where its tendon at the end of the muscle attaches to the joint. And in this case, the bottom of those muscles, it, it's attaching in the foot. So in my work, that's what we do. We simply go in and we release off all the points in the calf muscles. And we do that in a very, very particular way with a very, very particular protocol. And we're trained to do that clinically. Now, the, uh, what I then learned in my, in my experience working with so many people was that that was fine and did the job if someone had, let's say, injured themselves or done something like I did, um, which was a one-off. However, if I did this work and someone was maybe walking in a particular way the work would probably last with, with foot pain it lasts for a long time but it's very possible that after a year or so they would put it back in and why is that it's because the way they walk and the way their foot strikes the ground um, and it, it, it's a possibility is this is different things for different people so you have to be aware of what you're looking for um, with each person, which is why taking an assessment of clients and being aware of who they are and how they are and how they move, how, how you move is so important. So if you can realign someone's gait or the way they strike the ground, it's also possible. I mean, I, I, I've had many clients where actually I've never touched them, but I have simply looked and assessed the way that they walk and I have then taught them different movement and I have helped them remind themselves, remind their brain of the sensations of literally putting one foot in front of the other, connecting that foot with the ground in a different way. And when they stop bashing their foot on the ground every step in one way, but they start aligning the foot with the leg and the hips and your back and your spine, aligning it differently, lo and behold, the foot pain improves. So those are lots of different ways um, that foot pain can be created and methods where we can look at how to resolve it. But another very important thing about foot pain, as with any pain in the body, is also your nutrition. So if you're out for a run and you're running a lot and you're, you're very hot, but you're not sorting out your nutrition then the muscles and the tendons are simply not hydrated enough or nourished enough and we are what we eat or we are more to the point what we absorb from what we eat and drink and it's very very important to keep an eye on how well nourished you are. No matter what, um, what disease or pain condition you have, the, you can only heal in a way to the level that your body 
and soft tissues in your body. And when I say soft tissues, I mean muscles, connective tissues, ligaments, tendons. You can only heal as well as they are nourished because they are actually what's healing and they need to be in a good condition and well, well nourished to, to heal. So if you've got foot pain, what, what nourishment do you really need to keep an eye on? Well, I'm not here in the role of a nutritionist, but I will tell you what I tell my clients every time I talk to them about this. So the first thing is, are you hydrated? Okay. Are you drinking enough water? Your muscles are 70% made from water. They, they need all of that hydration in them. So you need to make sure if you've got foot pain that you are keeping all those little muscles and everything in that area of your body really beautifully hydrated. Okay. Now, the next thing is nutrients. For the body to rebuild itself, it needs nutrients and minerals are absolutely essential. All right. So why are minerals essential? Well, if you imagine a car and you need to rebuild a car, let's say the minerals are like the metal. Yeah, they are like the 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 iron. I mean, iron is a mineral that so they are like the metal that builds the car, builds the engine, builds the frame of the car. So it's the same with your body. It needs the minerals to rebuild. So if part of your body is inflamed and it needs to rebuild itself, it needs those minerals. And then the vitamins you also need, but they are like the fuel in the car. So they are like the water, the oil, the petrol. Okay, so that's where the difference with those types of nutrients comes in. And then we need other nutrients like essential fatty acids, which kind of helps the relationship of, of everything moving around and functioning and, and working correctly but especially important for the joints and for everything circulating around your body, circulating around your body. So those nutrients are so, so important if you have a pain condition. And obviously that relates to any pain condition in your body, but you will always hear me go on about how nutrition can have such a positive, positive power around pain conditions, whether they are systematic pain conditions or, or actually physical, structural, orthopedic type pain conditions. Now, foot pain can also be caused and can be related to systematic pain conditions. So for example, people with diabetes are very vulnerable to foot pain. Uh, people with circulation problems are vulnerable to foot pain because the feet of that furthest point away from your heart. So if you've got circulation issues, you know, you, it's, it's more of an issue for all of the blood to, to get to your feet. 
Also, if you have um, issues with your liver or anything like that, when you're needing to detox the lymphatic system, basically the feet are far, far away from the rest of the body. So any systematic disease could have a knock-on effect on the feet. So it is always worth checking out with your doctor. Um, could your foot pain it be symptomatic of another another health challenge in your body so rather than just treat one and the other just just try and work out is is there a connection between the two so i hope that that has given you a little bit of information and um, food for thought for your feet about foot pain and I am fascinated by the feet. I, I should say I am a reflexologist. It's one of the first things I ever trained in. Back in 1997, I trained to be a, a reflexologist and I was fascinated from then by the power of the feet and how actually if you work on all that connective tissue and you mobilize all those joints in the feet and all of the muscles, um, and bones, then it was amazing how it would really affect uh, the rest of someone's body and they would feel better. And there is a lot of, um, it, yeah, it works really well with reflexology also on different parts of the body. Because just as I was saying that a pain or, or a systematic um, health challenge can affect the feet badly actually if you spend a lot of time working on the feet with something like reflexology vice versa doing really nice things to the feet has a really nice effect on all the systems of the body and I remember once I was watching a um, tv program on the bbc about different holistic or or alternative therapies. And they asked someone about reflexology, a woman who was at some holistic fair or something, why it worked. And she couldn't answer. She, she gave some really strange, very unscientific um, answer. And, and it made it sound like reflexology was a bit of a no-no and just some made up remedy that didn't really do anything. But actually, I hope after what I've told you today and everything that we've looked at in the feet, you can see that if the feet get the correct attention, then considering that all the muscles and the rest of your body, if we think, you know, the, the hip bones connected to the knee bone, the knee bones connected to the foot bone, that lovely song that we all learned as kids, that actually when we start working the area of the foot all around the foot we are actually connecting and working on muscles that are connecting further up the body and those muscles connect to other muscles further up the body so it's all very very connected and if you can nourish the area 
and if you can get the correct mobility into the area. And if you do have chronic pain in the area, then if you can get some really good professional hands-on treatment from someone who understands the muscles and the way they move and the, and the different ranges of movement that should be available to you in your foot, and then you are going to have a lot more power to resolve your, your foot pain. Now, I have created course, a course called Get Into Your Body, which the, the very first um, workshop of the seven-week course is all about your feet. And it's about how to realign your feet and it's about really getting in touch mindfully with the weight distribution, your center of mass, yeah, the heaviness of the rest of your body coming down into your feet and how to self-assess where that is, where it is in the front of the foot, the back of the foot, the side of your feet, whether it's in one foot more than the other foot. And I take participants through this. And I think everyone, obviously I would, I've created the course, but I think everyone deserves to give themselves the opportunity to explore their feet, to explore not just how to cure a foot problem, but to explore why possibly they created it and definitely how to avoid it coming back in the future. So, if you are interested, then then do get in touch. And I'm always happy um, to speak with you just to see what what would work. And also, sometimes it's important to work out what do you need to get right first? Do you need to get the nutrition right first? Do you need to get the movement first? Do you need to get some hands-on treatment first? Yeah. Or is it also that stress, literally stress in itself, tension in your life and therefore in your body, yeah, is also a contributing factor, okay, to pain in your feet. Because actually, the stress, whenever we feel it, even in our upper body, and also if we think of the philosophy of reflexology, where the whole body is in the feet, then if you are feeling discomfort and stress in, in your um, in your feet, it could be connected with stress in the rest of your body. So that is what I wanted to share with you today about the feet. And if you have um, questions you'd like to ask, then please do get in touch. The feet are very, very complicated parts of the body go and have a look, go and look up on Google or something, a picture of the bones of the feet and the muscles. And then you will start to understand what you are dealing with. And if you are someone who doesn't have foot pain, then do the same thing anyway, go and explore the foot. Because if you can understand your foot, and you can understand the tripod of the foot and correct alignment of the foot, you are going to have power over your whole body because your foot is the part of your body that connects with the ground every step you take. Your feet support you all day long, yeah? So your feet deserve to be taken care of. They deserve to have a good 
balanced uh, amount of weight and pressure coming down through them that's that's kind of shared out equally between both feet and different areas of the feet and they really deserve to be loved because our feet are absolutely incredible okay and just as incredible as incredible as they are they also have the potential because of the 26 bones and the 100 muscles ligaments and all of that all the connective tissue they have the capacity to go wrong quite easily but if you look after them they are incredibly versatile and they will recover okay but you need to know what you're dealing with when you're working with your feet and that actually they are connected to the rest of your body to all of the systems in your body to all of the muscles in your body and they are taking the weight and pressure of all of your body so if you'd like to find out more in terms of how I can help you with your feet, whether you've got foot pain or you just want to prevent foot pain, then do get in touch. I would love to hear from you. And for now, enjoy walking, enjoy your feet, and I'll be back with you soon. Take care. If you enjoyed this podcast then please do share it and like it and um, I believe foot pain is something that affects so many people that it's really good to get the word out there about it because it's actually a very misunderstood um, part of the body in terms of what creates the problem so please do share this podcast and like it and also please subscribe to my podcast channel that would be absolutely brilliant to help get the word out there to help people and spread the positive um, messages that we have in terms of what you can do about your pain and also if you would like more information or more help then please do get in touch you can go to ixshelltherapies.co.uk that's i-x-c-h-e-l-t-h-e-r-a-p-i-e-s dot co c-o dot uk uk and yeah get in touch get into your body is the course for your feet if you are struggling with foot pain then you want to get onto the get into your body course right now so you can either purchase this course off off the shelf it's ready the modules are there waiting for you to learn about your feet and how other parts of your body connect with your feet and um, to help balance out your feet to change the foot pain 
and you can also uh, register to do online workshops where I will actually be watching you do the movements, watching how your body moves. The other thing that I offer is a free gait analysis. So if you want to have me look at the way you walk to see if that is actually affecting your feet, then please do get in touch and I'll send you a link to be able to um, send me a video. It's just a little YouTube video that explains how you do it. And also get in touch and get on the mailing list so that you don't miss any other relevant information that could help you or someone you love or someone you know with your, with your health and with pain. Let's get the positive power of pain and use it. Okay, so thank you for being here and listening to this and I will see you again soon.